Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Legella, and I'm joined for the first time today by one of my very oldest friends, Kelsey motherfucking Casey. Kelsey, how are you? Super great. Uh, will you get a little bit closer to the mic and stop being so uh, bashful? Nope, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so this is your first time ever being on a podcast, am I right? You're right. Um, uh, how do you feel so far, five seconds in? The most nervous. Well, enough about you. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> um, uh, so I haven't seen you in uh, probably about a year, um, maybe a little, like a year and a half, I would say, probably. Sure. Um, uh, so since we haven't seen each other, it's been a wild fucking year. Um, sure. How have you been dealing with the quarantine? Um... I have kids, so... I'm sorry I didn't state that right off the top. Yeah. No, so it's been pretty, like, you don't need... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been pretty, pretty much just... It's not been that difficult. I get to spend a lot of time with them, which I'm very appreciative of. Way to brag. Okay. I live alone. It's very annoying. Awesome. Well, it's not always great, <laughs> but... No, um, no I... It, it's. I'm trying to take this as this like kind of once in a lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. and um you know it's not very often that you just kind of get to like hang out with your kids like every day i never get to hang out with your kids every day i know and if i did it might be weird the, a lot, <laughs> but, yeah no it's cool um i i don't mind it so much i think it's been it's been interesting how are your children handling it superb i don't know they're very they adapt to everything and I don't know. I guess like I don't know like how other people's kids are doing with this, but they they love it. Like they love the remote learning. I mean, they do prefer to like be around their friends. Mm-hmm. Say Molly does hockey, Ellie is like in soccer, so they're like bummed they don't get to do that, but they also love like they have their own like computer. They love setting up for each for their classes and yeah. and like kind of being in charge of their own thing and get to be independent. So it's pretty cool to see that. Um, uh, do you, you, you imagine if like, like so like I, I feel for like, well, kids your age, because your kids are nine and um, seven? So, yeah. Um, uh, that would be a better age to go through something like this, maybe? Um, yeah. I don't know what the prime age would be. Probably like, um, uh, I don't know, junior, I think junior the year. I No. Oh, my God. Like in high school? Yeah. Oh. Not senior year, but junior year. No. I feel like that would have been horrible. I mean, Kelsey, I knew you um, junior year, and we barely went to school. I it would have been kind of cool if we were sanctioned not to go to school. That's true. <laughs> but honestly, I like, there would have been nothing, like, making me participate in, like, <laughs> these class, online classes or anything. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother Dylan is a teacher, and so is uh, my brother Mitchell's uh, girlfriend is also a teacher, and uh, they have to be they're teaching remotely and they're struggling with it i know like yeah i can't i don't know how you keep people's attention (laughs) no one um molly's teacher who i adore um second grade she like straight up was just like crying one day because um this was when they were face to face but because the kids have masks on, some, like, delinquent kids were, like, making noises and stuff and were being so disrespectful and just, like, talking and, like, making these noises yeah. over her. And she couldn't tell who it was. So it just, like, kept happening. And I was like, oh, I 
Virtually kick a yeah. kid. Beer number one. Sports. We forgot to introduce the beer. Oh. Sorry, too much conversation. Yeah. Um, Kelsey, what are we drinking tonight? We're drinking, it's called Bach. It's a lager series by Black Rocks, which is a Michigan brewery. Extra premium Munich malt builds up a medium body with toasty caramel notes. Mm. A touch of spicy hops round out this labor of love. This is a labor of love. Let's crack this open and give our reviews. Kelsey actually brought this beer. I had some prepared because she doesn't like IPAs. <gasps> okay, this is bullshit. I said I don't love IPAs. I said I would drink them. Is well, it, is what? it Well, I don't love this. Um, <laughs> it's not terrible. It just tastes... Um, uh, taste it. Oh, now I'm feel bad okay well you're on this podcast that that a uh, big segment of it is reviewing the beer oh what's wrong with it i don't know i can't taste anything because i have coronavirus um interesting. <laughs> interesting. it tastes like a, a brown coat um that was made in the black rocks it doesn't have like the greatest taste it doesn't have like a i don't know it's not like you know what taste. this is a six point um uh, five percent um abv on this mm-hmm. and it doesn't taste like that like this is so that's good this is a dangerous beer that's perfect we'll put this in the dangerous ca- category danger danger it's pretty <laughs> smooth i'm not gonna lie it is very smooth for it doesn't have like a distinct taste i suppose but right it's smooth uh cheers to um uh whatever the rest of this podcast divulges into <laughs> we'll see. um kelsey so um tell me about um your relationship with sports oh um it's minimum it's a minimal mm-hmm. kind of like not have you not, not been keeping the, up with everything not the greatest relationship yeah no i mean i know like a little bit okay um uh so how do you feel about do you, do you know about the lions uh-huh i do how do you feel about them losing 20 to 0 against the worst defense in the league i i'm you know what i'm not surprised i feel <laughs> like of course yeah, the Lions lost twenty to zero against the Carolina Panthers. You know, you know what I do know? That this is the first shutout that has happened or that whatever they've been a part of since two thousand nine. Yeah, first first shutout of Matthew Stafford's career, probably all throughout his career, because if you're a star quarterback growing up in the uh like um little league and then high school football and whatnot, yeah. I'm certain that this is the first shutout of his career, and I hope he realizes how much of a terrible franchise he's attached himself to, and I really want him to demand a trade, and just every we should just burn everything down. I mean, has he not like committed? How long has he been with the Lions? Since 2009. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this seems like an appropriate time to like end your <laughs> association with them. Yeah, no. How I, do you do that? I've never. I've. I've. I've been a big Lions fan for like um, ever since I started liking football. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time I really feel like just hopeless, which I knew was coming, and everyone has told me it was coming. Yeah. Um, but I really just, it feels like I don't care. And it feels like. You know I, when I felt this way? When? In 1990 when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I was born in 91, so I got to experience one playoff win as an infant child. There you go. Well, so did you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you were probably so much more mature. Obviously. <laughs> My month older <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> self. Month and a couple days, I mm-hmm. believe, right? When's your birthday? 
December 19th. What does that make you in the astrological um, uh, Take view a of guess. things? Well, it's either it's either um, uh, Sagittarius or Capricorn, right? Yeah, Sagittarius. I'm right on that cusp. Right so. on the cusp, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm on the cusp too of an. Take a guess. I don't. I honestly don't know. Capricorn. Well, not Capricorn. Oh, what? Yeah, one, two, three, baby. Come on. I don't know. I'm an Aquarius, and I am everything you read about an Aquarius. Oh, is Capricorn that is before me? me? Capricorn's after you. Okay, yeah. Or wait, maybe before you. If it's before me, then that's not what I. No, then it would be. You might be a Sagittarius. Who fucking cares? This I is sports. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> you into um uh, basketball or mm-hmm. hockey or baseball? Hockey. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the Red Wings getting fucked in the draft again? Um, it bums me out. I'm not gonna lie. When was the last sporting event you went to before the shutdown? It was probably a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, got, I, did, I w- would go to a lot of Red Wings games. I got to go into Sweet once. My friend Allie Schlang hooked me and Crook up with Sweet um, tickets for free, and we stole all the bottles of wine that were in there when we were afterwards and went to like a jazz club and got drunk. And Amazing. The lifts weren't running, so we had to take a taxi home. You know who <laughs> it was expensive. I got to be in a suite because of? Um, who? Olivia Dianca. Olivia. Shout out to Olivia. Never been on the podcast. Where are you at, bitch? You're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it was like her dad or something. I could be completely wrong, but it was fairly certain. Well, I know her cousin is Ryan Kessler. Yes. Yeah. We got a picture with him. Yeah, look at that. (laughs) I always root for him wherever he's playing. I don't know if he's still in the NHL, actually, but... (laughs) Um, I don't think no he's clue. that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have no clue. But um, uh, so you know, uh, we could talk about uh, sports all day. But yeah. in this podcast, I like to dive deep into the people that I'm interviewing and okay. a sport that I know is not like a um uh, like mainstream. one of the four like a main, mainstream sport. But yeah. would you you would consider dance a sport, right? Absolutely, you know I would. I know. I want to kind of. I want to kind of dive into that and okay. uh, what that culture is like, and what you're doing with it now, or or not doing. Yeah, like <laughs> your regrets towards not doing it or whatnot. Okay. So how did you get into dance? Because you were you were like a I started, a pretty notable dancer at one point, right? Yeah, I started when I was three because my sister Allison, who's like, I don't know, there's two middle kids. I've you know whatever so there's allison kendall and myself and Allie was like, i like to say whatever about the middle children yeah shout out to you dylan <laughs> um so you fat she... ass tomato Whoa. <laughs> sorry it's from our other podcast yeah got that um she had wanted to do ballet and mm-hmm. my mom worked with this dance teacher and you know then one thing Led to another. Led to another. Thank you, because I wasn't going to remember that saying. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so she's, like, we all started. My mom was like, well, if Allie's going in, so are all the others. So um, You're the youngest, right? I'm the youngest. Yeah, four girls. So. No, lame. Um, oldest is always the best, but. Uh, I'm going to beg to differ a little bit. All right, well, anyway. we'll get to that later. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I started when I was three, and then... Um, How do you start dancing when you're three? Oh, it's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> Can you barely walk by then? Are you serious? Well, what if you're stunted? I mean, then you're just like, 
maybe not the greatest dancer. I don't know. <laughs> a, be, a kid being in something like dance is always good. It's it's good for, especially that age, like, um, it's just good to learn, like, coordination and everything. So, um, not that that's why my mom put me in, but... This bitch just walked into walls yeah. over here all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I started dance when I was little, and then um, by the time I was five... Is it, like, super rude to burp into this thing? I mean, you wouldn't be the first. Okay, I'll try to, like... You could casually turn your face away, you know, like... I mean, that's what I've been doing, but... So burpy. Um, Yeah, so then by five, I started doing competitions, and... At five? Yeah. That sounds insane, but anyways, go ahead. It was pretty young, but again, like, my mom was kind of close with my dance teacher and she became Mm -hmm. then the owner of the studio that we were at miss Teresa. miss Teresa, yes um never forget never forget (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so then that was just kind of like it and then um uh, that was my life i danced i taught i started teaching like assistant teaching when i was like i don't know 11 or 12 or something Mm mm-hmm and then, you know, my entire life was that. I danced, like, every day. Um, how do you feel about it being, like, uh, so, like, that's being so tied to your life? I would never change that. I think that sometimes I feel a little bit, like, sad that I didn't do, like, gymnastics or something. I was super interested in that. And then I had also been asked to be on the Livonia, like, their United Gymnastics team, mm-hmm. um, and it just wasn't anything I could commit to because I had such a commitment at my dance studio. But what I gained from that um, experience forever, like from the time I was little to you know twenty three or whatever, it when was it, it was you know irreplaceable. When you um uh, started at three years old, did you start in ballet? Because I don't I, I don't when I don't you remember start... you being uh. I don't. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember you doing ballet. So we didn't. My studio in particular, we don't compete ballet. Most studios don't. Um, but when you are just a little baby <laughs> starting off, <laughs> you start with ballet and tap. And then when you're a little bit older, they add in jazz. And then like a little bit older, you can do like hip hop, lyrical, contemporary, mm-hmm. all these other styles. So what I competed because then um, I obviously, like I said was started competitions and was very competitive um i our studio did a lot of like contemporary style Mm -hmm. um i did ballet all throughout my time dancing ballet is like you have to do ballet in order to be on the competition team oh interesting so ballet is pretty much the core to everything um it's it's a discipline it is like ballet in itself is why I am the way I am. It's why I, like, have the work ethic that I do. You learn that, like, you need to be corrected, and you <laughs> take that correction. It's and, why I'm a Republican. <laughs> yeah. mm, no. <laughs> um, no. Nope. But it, it's very much helped me where, like, I don't get really upset if somebody's, like, hey, you're doing this wrong and you need to, like, fix this. I enjoy that. I think that, like, if somebody gives you a correction, it only means they care about you because that's what you grow up learning. You're like, yeah. if, if your teacher cares enough about you and sees potential in you enough to correct you, you fucking 
you better take that correction because if she's ignoring you in class if your teacher anybody um doesn't see you as somebody who has potential they're not going to pay attention to you yeah so like corrections are a good thing and that has been just like you know super important in real life because you have to be able to take like criticism and not shut down from it so like um like do you think that like really i mean i'm sure it did but like it probably shaped you and who you are as a person like absolutely learning everything from dance because it i mean it sounds like you're saying it's like a very strict format about yeah. like ballet is very strict for sure yeah and I, I have seen black swan i don't know how accurate that is but yeah that sounded a little intense it's a little yeah <laughs> So, I mean, I wasn't quite on the black swan level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't sell yourself shirt short. <laughs> don't sell your shirts. <laughs> um, uh, so when you like, like, so um, when you were competing, like in like high school or like mm-hmm. a- after high school and whatnot, like what what type of dance was that? Mainly contemporary. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like. Uh, like what does it differentiate what, between whatever other- I say to you I don't think it's going to make sense but it's a combination of like lyrical which is very like lyrical so you're dancing to these songs that like your movement is based based on like the lyrics like what they're saying or how the they're saying yeah. them uh, I mean it's not infliction or a combination of both it's lyrical okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean kind of a combination I, I dance suppose. I dance with the lyrics with my arms yeah, yeah what is my dance considered you know my dance interpretive matter <laughs> <laughs> interpretive <laughs> that's um, what I thought <laughs> yeah yeah no so lyrical is um, slower I it's kind of it's its own style. Contemporary is in between lyrical and modern. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain if you're not in the dance world. But contemporary is what you'll... Okay. Contemporary is what you're going to see on like So You Think You Can Dance and things like that. Okay. Like that's like the most typical style of dance that you're, you're going to mm-hmm. see on like TV. Yeah. Like I think Super everyone mainstream. would like understand ballet. Um, yeah. Uh, contemporary, contemporary. I yeah. don't. I. I feel like so. That's like the dance. Like, like let's see. You're. Let's see. You're like um uh, at a concert, like a Beyonce concert. Like, yeah. Is that is, are those like the backup dancers doing contemporary dance? No, that that Beyonce. That's fucking like jazz for sure. Jazzy, oh. like contemporary jazz, probably. Actually. So what is what is what does jazz dance mean? You want me to give you definitions of this jazz? I like, want you to tell me from your experience. You're the, you're the <laughs> most dance uh um uh. The sophisticated person that I know, so I don't know. I it's hard for me. You're a, you're a fucking dance sky. teacher, so yeah. Um, I, for me, what I think about when I think of jazz dance is just like jazz hands every once in a while. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. It's sharper movement to okay, like like rather than like yeah, flowy stuff. I'd, yeah, yep, absolutely. Okay. I want you to do the jazz movement again. Woo! <laughs> this is great for an audio medium. <laughs> um, yeah, jazz is definitely sharper movements, and um, you would. I don't know. I mean. So it's jazz is like I think it's you could you your music. You could probably <laughs> just say like it's more jazzy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's jazzy. So um, you would say well so. 
Yeah, okay. So what I'm getting from this conversation okay, okay, okay. is jazz, jazz dancing is, like you said, sharper, like quicker, yeah. faster movements. Mm-hmm. And contemporary um, is more like flowing into everything and then like more, yeah, more, 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 ex- more expressing, expressing something through dance. So, and jazz is more of like what looks good. Yeah, yeah. So for us, like contemporary was like... Um, most of our favorite style Mm. and it's very expressive so for me we were talking about this earlier that Mm. um for me when i'm going through like emotional things dance is always like a good release for that and contemporary in particular um you're just able to express yourself it's more about like feeling like you really want somebody to feel something when you when they see your dance and when they see this like choreography Mm -hmm. so it's not it doesn't have to be so like with the lyrics as lyrical dancing is lyrical is very um it's a, it's kind of like old school at this point so lyrical it, um is lyrical like it's slow it's more like fluid as well are you like mimic like almost like a play like you're mimicking the lyrics <laughs> yeah like ish okay For, yeah pretty much yeah all right, so it, I was. It, it, I was. Okay, it, to me, it's very dramatic. It's just like <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, it's just like oh, very posh. You're listening to this like song, and it says something. And you have to be like very emotional about it, and things like that. It's very, it's emotional. It's, yeah, like you have to cry dramatic, while you're dancing, essentially. Or yes. or um, a Always. dance cry. Yeah, I, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's a thing. It, whatever you, yeah, no. For sure, that's what that is. <laughs> um, contemporary is more um, just like the choreographer's interpretation of maybe a song or like a moment that they're going through in their life. And it's like the movement movement to describe that. So um, so it's like, well, like, so like me as a person who plays guitar and whatnot, like, yeah. like it'd be like more of um, uh, how I make the music sound rather than like what yeah. i have it saying about it yeah like i know it all ties together but yeah. um so like um for these dances are you dancing to like pop music or is it like orchestra orchestral music all over the place my dance teacher the one thing i like looking back appreciate a lot is that like we were never dancing to what was like super popular in that like moment like um <laughs> i don't know it's like again i i I have this struggle with, like, trying to say what music I'm interested in because it's so, like, mm-hmm. based on, like, the dance world and everything. Um, but any, like, popular music in the dance world, we really didn't dance to. We were, like, we danced to, like, Enter Sandman. We danced to, like, okay. we just, we were all <laughs> over the place. Like, yeah, like, lots of, like, Led Zeppelin. We were, like, okay, actually, I should just look at playlist that i have because i do have um do you have like a favorite dance that you've ever danced oh like i'm sure a few yeah um what made it like all right so like the the ones that are that you that stand out for you in your mind yeah like what what about that dance okay so you saw me do this dance werewolf Mm -hmm. um by coco rosie and that was a solo that i did and so a dance solo just means you're the only one dancing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that sounds pretty self-explanatory. Sorry, everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, that was sweet 
just because it was kind of like a newer style Mm -hmm. and it was a style that i was like good at and um it was wait what style was it oh i I'm going to say contemporary. That's like kind of a blanket for a lot of like, if it's this kind of like new style or whatever, you're, we're just going to say contemporary. <laughs> it just wasn't, it wasn't quite defined. Yeah. Like named yeah. at least. It was just like this different style though. It was really cool. Um, but then I found as I got older, I really enjoyed um, just songs that like definitely had a meaning to me and I had this like emotional connection to them. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, uh, we did this one dance called, <laughs> called, <laughs> the name of the song was uh, The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, and we did the version that Leona Lewis sung, and that was like one of my all-time favorite dances that we did. It was just, it was like classic, lyrical, just like this beautiful yeah. dance, and my teacher was kind of like so out there. That I appreciated that. She was so creative and, like, brought in different music and things like that. But this was so, like, just classic. It just made it... It was lovely. It was just, like, such a feel-good dance to do. Can we find any of these on YouTube? No. Not anymore, actually. I just I, I just tried to uh, do this. Everything I have on, like, DVDs. Oh, wow. I don't even have a DVD player anymore because it's 2020. Do you have, like, an <laughs> Xbox or something? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know, um, why. I don't know no. why. I don't know why I made that sound offensive. Thing. A lot of boys yeah. do, but <laughs> I just only got those no. Nintendo things. You know, you yeah. got a you got a Nintendo cartridge. We can put in here. Yeah. No, a bunch of the dances used to be on YouTube, and they're not anymore. So well, that's sad. Um. Uh, so, uh, what's like? What was like the transition between going from like being a dancer to being a dance instructor and teacher and choreographer? That all really blurred together because like I said earlier I um became an assistant teacher when I was like 10 or 11 I've always been very like mm-hmm. bossy apparently um and so <laughs> <laughs> sorry I just got that yes you have <laughs> <laughs> um why is there a LaCroix up there um Dylan was doing no um drink October oh. and uh, or sober October I think that's more what it's called because um, that rhymes <laughs> <laughs> and I had him on the podcast and in solidarity I drank three three LaCroix with him <laughs> I, I like them they taste like fruit farts beautiful of you <laughs> um uh, I loved teaching though which one did you like better um and before I, you before you answer this says a lot about your personality i i'd say it's pretty even at this point in my life like because i'm i'm not teaching i'm not dancing anymore i do wish i were, were still dancing because i felt like i had such an impact on like these girls lives and that was really really awesome and would be a very awesome experience to have now to have this like to be like this figure and to like because these little kids just look up to you you're talking about for teaching teaching yes yes yeah okay i mean or dancing if you're at a studio like the (laughs) the younger kids are looking up to the older ones and everything um so it, it was very fulfilling to teach and i felt like i was really like seeing children that and also from sorry (laughs) from my personal experience i was the youngest of four i really didn't get a whole lot of attention from my like full-time working mom being the youngest i would assume you don't get like um uh, like you don't get that teaching aspect in your life you like because everyone's trying to teach you yeah yeah so 
um, I think there was just something so special that I got from dance was that I felt like I was being seen. I wasn't mm-hmm. my I wasn't the youngest. I wasn't like you know my sister's little sister. I was that's not how I was known. I just I was seen for being who I was and for being a good dancer and um as an individual. And right. that's not often something you get when you're like from a larger family. And so I really found so much value in like seeing these children who are you know, I I'm a parent. I understand like sometimes you just like don't have the capacity to like give your full attention to your children and that's just a fact like that happens that's Mm. why you have aunts and uncles that's why you have grandparents that's why you have other people to like you have your village to kind of like be there with you and for your kids Mm and and between everybody you give them what they need i mean i'm a child that's why i have a bunch of friends so they can take care of me exactly they all they all put the weight on each other's shoulders rather than just (laughs) one person carrying i mean somebody could just like do it all yeah well i mean We'll see. <laughs> so uh, I I found that to be very fulfilling to just like see these children and like be there for them. And I mean, I taught at all ages as well. So I'm teaching the little baby, mm-hmm. the baby two, three year olds, and then like up until 18, 19 year olds, I'm, I'm teaching the older girls. So like I'm getting that like every single age of these like girls mm-hmm. to women to everything. And to support them it was always it was just always very fulfilling to me what was it like um the first time you like do you remember the first dance you ever choreographed yes that must have been i i can't imagine how great of a feeling that must have been seeing it come to fruition so or fruition uh, yes i don't know what word, i don't know I which one of the fruition Fru- yeah well you fruition. don't know how to say maintenance so <laughs> okay cool <laughs> you called me out um so I kind of chore I did choreograph like before this point, but this was the fir- first solo that I choreographed to like, um, you know, compete and everything. Which basically for our listeners, that means you like designed every single move in the dance, yes, right? Yeah. So you know, prior to this, um, I would do like eight counts here and there or whatever. Um, I'd have like my own section of a dance i don't know how to explain this in like non-dance terms um but her name is emily larson and shout out to emily we'll get you on the pod whenever you want she's like i love her um she she did this dance she was four years old she was not (laughs) i actually don't know how old she was she was probably like eight i don't know an eight-year-old you court oh wow okay yeah um, we, we'll so, get you on this pod in probably a decade. No, she's not eight anymore. <laughs> okay, well, she's probably not 21. At the time. <laughs> God, I should know how old she is. She's old, though. Not old. I'm old. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, you're my Sweet age. Sweet Emily, yeah. Um, no, so I choreographed this dance for her, and I was so nervous, and I got to, like, pick out the costume and all this stuff, and she was perfect she's like this perfect angel did this dance and then i got a choreographer's award oh congratulations i still have that medal do you know i i didn't keep a lot of things because it's all the same but like this choreographer award i still have to this day i got this like medal is it like one of the ones you're most proud of yes because it was the first it was the first dance that i fully choreographed and it com- like went to competition mm. and the first competition I got acknowledged for it. Would you ever awesome. like, 
like um uh like um uh if 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 I were to ever make a musical again, um would you be able to choreo- choreograph a dance to a musical? Yes. With like a bunch of people, not just a solo or anything. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah, no, a solo that was like really cool, but no, I can Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, just so you know, I did win an award for a music or for a musical I made. Um for what? Well, we do this 48-hour film festival every year. Okay. And uh, last year, we randomly, because, like, you draw different topics for the film. Okay. And we got musical and family mov- movie. And uh, so we had to combine the two. And I wrote, like, this Christmas song a long time ago. And <laughs> it's just, like, this song Naturally. about how, how Christmas is crazy. And, yeah. And, and whatnot. But it would have been, I, I always thought it would be really cool to have, like, some dancing yeah. in it. But none of us or none of the people that i do it with have any idea how to do it you don't need to it's fine well do you think you you could you think you could teach me how to dance something crazy Uh, not something crazy but i can choreograph for your like (laughs) ability i don't know if i can do a tiktok come on (laughs) you shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) um uh so (laughs) every time i hit this can they hear this uh, probably yes. Can I you mean, can, can you I hear it? In, it? <laughs> can you hear it in your headphones? Well, just when I tapped it, not when I hit it with the beer can. Well, yeah. Everything you can hear in your headphones, people can hear. Everything you're saying, also people can hear. In case you didn't know that. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> the drugs are working. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, the doors are locked. Sorry. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I locked it. For everyone here, she signed a waiver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Help me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, um, uh, it, that's exciting, actually. I've never I've never actually talked to you like about the details of dance before. Yeah. Um, but it sounds super complicated. Um, and uh, kind of really fun, because I do love dancing. Yeah. Out and about. But <laughs> Beer number two, entertainment. Whose voice is that? No, uh, that is Melissa Shock's voice. They, we called them Meldrop. She made them a long time ago, and I'm never getting rid of them because I don't want to, and I don't want to make anyone else do that. <laughs> and also, you know, she deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Do I grab another? Uh, yes. Okay. You helpless child. You helpless <laughs> yeah. child. You, 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 you are the most casual person ever to be on this podcast. She's just got her feet up on the <laughs> table over here, leaning back in the chair, talking I'm about so dance. Sorry. I don't I... know what you just threw in there. But... <laughs> An ice cube. It was on the bottom. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot the gravity doesn't exist in this studio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> should I not be so casual? How do I sit then? Now you can sit wherever you want. This is this. Like I said earlier, this is an audio medium. <laughs> I like that you're just like, man. Walk on, dig Just totally, fucking. <laughs> I'm just grabbing the microphone now. At this point, don't grab the microphone. Okay. Grab anything else. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I get it. It was weird for me to say to grab anything else, like, you know, within reason. I just don't appreciate your interpretation of my voice. <laughs> well, I don't appreciate your dance interpretation of my actions. 
because if you guys can't see, she's been dancing this whole time. The Could you do an interpretive dance uh, for a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, is that a thing that's ever been invented? If not, we sh- that's a million dollar idea. That's an idea. Can- <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> this is a disaster. We're on to entertainment. Okay, okay. Kelsey, what you been fucking with on the entertainment world this way, or this uh, these days? Like, in terms of movies... TV shows, okay. music. Okay, do you want to know what I've gotten obsessed with? Yes. Actually, no. Skip. Next up. I'm just kidding. Anyways, yes. I'll <laughs> head out. Um, okay, so <laughs> I love The Queen's Gambit. I did just watch that. Oh, I'm so happy you did because I've been wanting to talk about this on the podcast. Okay. Um, spoiler talk. alert, we're going to spoil everything. Um, not yeah. that it really matters because this show is great regardless, but oh, just so in good. case you did haven't you watched it all yet. was... I, I don't know the actress's name, but there was, like, talk of a, doing another, not season, because it's just, like... It was a miniseries? Yeah. But doing, like, another thing of it. I guess it would just be another season. It would be another season, then. Yeah, at that point. Anyways, move on. Oh, that yeah, that, that concludes our Queen's Gambit talk. Anyway. <laughs> and we're No, what'd you, what'd you think of it? I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't stop watching it. I watched it in a day. Um, yeah, I watched it in two days. So yeah, I it was interesting because it was like kind of slow, but mm-hmm. so intriguing that like I never, I was never gonna stop. Um, and just like so, so for our listeners, just real quick, um, uh, the Queen's Gambit is a uh, miniseries on Netflix that takes place in like the six early early 60s to like the late seven or maybe maybe the early 50s to the, the 50s late, to 60s 50s to 60s about a chess prodigy who is an orphan who um could they hear that <laughs> uh, who, who ends up um uh, like going on to do great things in the world of chess and like all the struggles that she went through mm-hmm. in her life and we'll go yeah. through some of them yeah so um, I loved how it started. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it just kind of like drew you in. But then also loved that they were like, nope, you're going to fucking wait until we get to that point and made you like go through all these episodes of like her backstory. Because it starts with the big potato league, which is something I learned in school, um, where like it starts with like something nearer towards the end of the series, like just like an immediate scene. Of her waking up next to a woman and then going down and playing some people in chess. Yeah. And uh, then it cuts. But it was very dramatic. It's right. like she's clearly late for this mm-hmm. match. And what was her like... name? Do you remember her name? The, her character's name. Oh my God. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember her name either. But, um, uh, like, you, you know, my friend, uh, our, our friend Croc was the one that told me about it. Did he? And <laughs> after I started watching, I was like, Croc? Man, you have a knack for finding the most cinematic things that are on the most boring Stunning. fucking subject. Beth. Beth. Beth was not her name. Yes, it was. Was it? Beth. Yes. Beth Ra- Harmon. Beth Harmon. Harman. Okay. Harmon was what I remembered. Okay. Well, whatever. You're right. I guess. Uh, Beth Harmon. <laughs> you guess. <laughs> it's a fucking fact. I chess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count as a joke? I don't know. That's, that was a funny one. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, like, 
it's a it's a show that takes place back in the day, like with a female lead. Yeah. And one of the things I liked most about it was her relationship with her mother or her adopted mother. Adopted mother, yeah. Because it like the whole time it's like set up like almost like okay, yeah, she's gonna be upset with her doing these things and whatnot. And God, I do not need to see another. I do not need to see another show about that kind of a relationship. When this one is just completely different. It's like. Her mother's actually very supportive, but Super also... Super supportive, but, like, in a probably not great way. Yeah, but also, like, she's also, like, um, succumbing to her own weaknesses and her yeah. own substance abuse yeah. issues. And, like... And her own depression. As someone who has been through, like, um, a substance abuse things, like, this is this was a very triggering show for me. I've never felt more triggered ever watching a show, okay. to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, which was cool, like, because I haven't really... Well, there's been like, affected it, like that. I like, feel like you were able to relate probably on a different oh, level. Oh, for sure, yeah. Than like you, because this normally could. this bitch is taking tranquilizers to like, and she thinks that's how she. But she's ups not her taking game. them. Like she is taking them. Sorry, not mm. to say she's not, but she's in this orphanage and she's being forced to take them. So she learns how to live with this like, with these tranquilizers that she's right. like being forced to take right like 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 when i like that's why i relate it to a lot too because when i was in my uh car accident i was yeah. like you know medically addicted to opiates yes and going through all that and then like seeing her like i don't know like it it it, it 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 really it really um re- resonated a lot with me yeah um for sure but like in the whole set design of that being in that era and also Stunning. just the whole direction and all these shots that they had that were really cool. Like the fucking chess pieces on the ceiling. Oh, my God. So when she's, like, kind of tripping. Yeah. She, the way she practices, um, especially when she's younger, the way she, like, learns how to play chess is because she's having to take these tranquilizers and this older girl is, like, save them for at night. Like, take them at night. Mm. And so she does that. So she's taking these tranquilizers at night and she has this, like, full-size life-size chess game happening on the ceiling she's just like looking up watching this happen and that's kind of like that that maintains through the whole series on like how she feels she that's the only way she's able to like play is if she's able to like right have that and as someone who has been addicted to opiates i i think i don't know if tranquilizers or opiates but um i'm assuming they're like relatively the same but like um, being on opiates, it made it feel like super good to just like lay in a bed still and look up at the ceiling. Like I yeah. like they captured that pretty fucking well. Um, yeah. Not that I was scheming for some chess game or scheming for anything other than like Guitar Hero, but <laughs> and I'm so. and I'm really good at Guitar Hero. Well, I used to be. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> I'm, uh... you probably were never good. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did complete a song with 100 percent backwards one time fucking suck my dick bitches um <laughs> but um yeah the whole i really like i just really liked ev- everything about the show because it's something i haven't seen before and it's like a period piece almost and i don't like those normally like i'm okay. not, not into that kind of shit yeah i'm not drawn to it mm. i'm not i'm not so like for me like preference wise i'm not so like oh i don't like period pieces if something like intrigues me i'm about it so this I wasn't like oh it's a period piece so I'm not gonna be like for it, um but f- so for me personally like that those like you know mm-hmm. hit the marks or whatever for you tick the marks what's that saying 
um, checked the marks. Is it? It's checked? Well, I mean, you, you can make a check mark. I did just do a check mark. <laughs> um, but her being a woman yep. in a man's world yep. was like, that was super crazy. But also that they didn't really, uh, not super crazy, I don't know why I was I mean, it's so it, dramatic. It, it, it's it's pretty much like it, I know it's gotten better, but it's pretty much still like that. Yeah, but what was cool was they kind of touched on it where she was doing like some interviews and she was just like, "Okay, yeah, but they only cared that I'm a woman." Like the, right. the and then what they published was like only the fact that she was a woman, and but that was kind of it. It was like that one episode, and it, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, popular. Yeah. I'm not. It's my aunt. <laughs> um, so it was it was cool to me that like they kind of had that one episode to to really bring your attention to that. Mm-hmm. But then it really didn't get brought up again. And then from there on it was kind of like, no, we just like she's a chess player. It's not yeah. she's It's not like, she's a woman. She's a woman. And so that was like that was pretty cool and especially in those like last episodes it was just like it didn't fucking matter and these people were like no you're the shit like you're the best person i've ever played against and like how that that was just cool like i liked that they brought attention to that but Mm -hmm. then didn't dwell on it it wasn't like a series that was based on like oh we just want to like have this series that's like like it's all about um, empowering women right and things like that like i'm not oh my God, I'm you took the exact same thing that i took from it <laughs> yeah like i'm not against that at all but mm-hmm. i don't like that shouldn't be like why a, a show is good yeah like they they brought up that like okay yeah this is people are clearly being sexist here yeah they went through it but then they also Moved turned on and like, like that it wasn't it wasn't like the um uh the thesis of the story. Exactly. The thesis of the story was essentially you don't need um, substances to be who you are. Mm-hmm. It was what I took from it. Like, yeah. You, like you, and she really like went through it. Mm-hmm. And not only with that, but with like alcohol as well. Right. Yeah. You know, the, was, the, the one complaint I do have up, uh, about it would be like, it was a little bit too easy for her to get over every all this yeah. stuff. It was just more like, yeah, like her whatever. friend stepped in and was just like, no, yeah, and she's like, you're right, yeah, okay, yeah, I I'm not, I'm not physically together. addicted to this anymore, whatever, yeah, yeah, but um, uh, it is a mini series, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but like there was a few years that had gone by mm-hmm. in there, so right, but uh, yeah, I guess so, um. But yeah, you bring up like that's a great point to bring up like that it it it, it brought to it attention, but didn't make the whole thing about um, because like you know when you make if you make a whole show about uh, women being impressed by a man, you're kind of making the show about a man, you know. But yeah. this is more just about. Uh, it was literally about a woman just playing chess. It was about chess. Yeah, which is so, it, and which is crazy. And not chess. It was just about chess. Yeah. And, like, these master chess mm-hmm. players. And, it, like, it ultimately did not matter that she was a woman. I mean, like, it was mm-hmm. a big deal. But, How like, long did it take you to realize that the uh, one cowboy hat character was not David Spade? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, the first episode, but, like, every single time I saw him. 
He looks like a like, I, like a kid felt... version of David Spade. Okay, yeah, but like he always looked like a kid. I'm like, I'm sorry, how old is he supposed <laughs> to be? Not twenty, not eighteen, not seventeen. Like, <laughs> did you watch Game of Thrones? No, I did not. Okay, well, he was Jojen Reed, I believe, but uh, we'll skip over that. That means nothing to me. <laughs> 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 no, he he's also the voice actor for like Phineas or Ferb or something like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been seeing that around as well. Like, oh, you are a mother. <laughs> no. Oh no. That? No. Phineas and Ferb isn't that a TV a kids TV show? Um. Yeah, I don't think it's like anymore though. Oh, I. I don't know. I wasn't as lame as you growing up. Um, anyways. <laughs> I didn't watch that show growing up either. You're just calling me out. I didn't even have cable when I was growing up. <laughs> okay. Well, so sorry. Um. Anyways. He uh, still looks like a child. He does. And, um, like, that, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get over that. I was like, he's not... 30 years old or whatever he's supposed to be because he yeah. he is supposed to be he actually probably event. was but yeah oh, actually like in real life like the Thomas actor probably Brody was. Sinkster Benny Watts is his character Sinkster I used to live on Inkster Sank Sankster oh, I forgot you have a trouble pronouncing things oh my god okay but you do you know that my sister the the name of her company is called I I shouldn't even say this because I know I'm going to say it wrong but it's like Gramercy Gramercy that's right and so apparently I've been saying like Gramercy or I've been saying it wrong whatever the case and she (laughs) fucking called me out a couple weeks ago and I was like hey guys like we did something with my sisters and she goes is it time that like we tell Kelsey she's not pronouncing this right (laughs) and I was like what the and so I'm not kidding. <laughs> At one point, I was talking to my therapist, and I was like, "Gramercy, Gram, Gramercy, Gramercy," and she was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Sharon, am I saying this right?" It's really called grape seed. Grape seed, probably. <laughs> and I was like, "My sister told me I'm saying this wrong, and now every time I say it, I can't, I can't say it because I don't know what's right or what's wrong." <laughs> So hey, we all live so with our own worse. devils. Yeah, so I don't know how to say Graham, Graham Ursi or Graham Ursi or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't is. know what the right one is. I don't know either. I should. I don't, though. Uh, so embarrassing. Now everybody knows this about me. They're going to be like, he, what's your sister's company name? And I'm be like, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you know how to play chess? Um, I don't. I I do basics. Mm-hmm. I I played when I was younger. My like uncle taught me. I'm not like a fucking prodigy. I don't know how to play. Yeah, well, clearly, uh, <laughs> you would probably know how to play. You would probably answer that question. Yeah, yes. more confidently. <laughs> yeah. I can. I could play you. I'm not gonna say, like. I don't know these like terms that they talk about though in the show. You think and, you like, could beat me because you couldn't. Okay. Oof, 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 oof. I mean, <laughs> I'm probably at good. That. <laughs> yeah, what are these? <laughs> I found that in a dumpster. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> but it looked, it just looked like, uh, it, it looked like, your, like, it looked like me with long hair and my friend proper. Brian that I started this podcast with yeah. who wears glasses. And I was like, why is this in the dumpster? I'm taking it. 
You think somebody painted that? They spent so much time. They obviously No, did. I think somebody think printed did. that off of you... a catalog. Well, yes, of course somebody painted that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't sound so serious. I might, I might, I might take a picture of that and post it as the, the label of this episode. <laughs> wow. Why so serious? Um. <laughs> um. Wow. Anyways. Um. Um. So, Queen's Gambit. How many yeah. stars out of ten would you give it? Ten plus. Okay. Well, you have really, really easy to please, Kelsey Case. Everybody, if you're out there and you're looking for Ooh. a friend, she is easy to please. Why you didn't think it was a ten? I uh, loved well, it. I loved it too, but you know, ten is. A really, really okay, big... Okay, what's a 10 for you? Give me an example of a 10. Uh, Miley Cyrus. What the fuck? Yeah, sorry. I like... How are you comparing a person to a TV show, though? Oh, you didn't say TV show. I'm just saying. Oh, I didn't know what... What? what uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. You, you know, what are you doing with your hands over here? I'm so sorry. My blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. I just didn't know your scale included, like, people. You just a- asked me what's a 10. Okay. I, I, if we're talking, if we're giving, a, like, a show. Oh, you want to give me a, a show, like, a, a show that's a 10? Yeah. Okay. Um, New Girl. Okay. Um, Watchmen. Okay, really? Um, first of all, I love New Girl. Don't, I, don't okay, ever talk don't, shit about that. Okay. Um, I like New Girl. I loved it. But, like, are you really happy with that ending? No. The last season was not... Subpar. I'm, oh, well, I'm happy with the ending. It wasn't funny. It was very I'm happy cute. that they ended up together. But, like, are you kidding me? She has to have, like, a fucking iPad child? Hey. Give them the, what they deserve. It wasn't funny. I will give you that the last season was funny, but it was super cute. And that's, I don't know. that's what happens. I'm not happy with, like, a lot of that part of it. Another 10 would probably be Shit's Creek. Yeah. That's um, true. Watchmen, Leftovers, Breaking Bad. I never saw Breaking Bad. Um, that's okay. Uh, it's not for it's, yeah, it's it really it isn't for everybody. Um, because the first season is kind of boring to be honest. And that's fair. That's if, probably why I never. If got it's it. not a sitcom, and if and, and then if it's not uh fantastical, it's gonna be really hard for me to rate it a ten. Um, but Queen's Gambit. Like a seven for you. I mean, it's probably an eight and a half. Oh, I thought you were about to go lower, and I was like, no, okay, no, 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 no. It was, it was really good, and it sucked me in, and I wanted to watch it, and I finished it in two or like a day and a half. Yeah, um, that's fair. And like, I don't know if I've seen a show with like the the direction was like they, they had so many cool shots in it. Yeah, like that was great, and the acting and was her so being great. Like, okay, wait, what is that insult that she says to him? Hmm. To who? There's a couple hymns. Beth, that she says to her, like, original teacher. And he, like, locks the door and is like, no, fuck you, for a while. Ooh, I did fall asleep for the first uh, couple episodes. She says something that's so offensive. Because she hears, like, the older girls and people saying it. When she's at the orphanage? Yeah. And so then she says it to him, not knowing what it means. And he was like, no. <laughs> fuck you and he like <laughs> logs her out and then she finally asks like the older girl her like mentor kind of person what it means and she was like stuff on it's something about like sucking a dick though i mean uh you would know um <laughs> i would know you're right 
Um, I, I, I mean, I would know based on uh, like some of my Anyways, friends' you preferences. Fell asleep, so you uh, well, the, to start the show off, first of all, the, st- the start of the show, like I love the first scene, and then it went to the orphanage, and it, it, it really does take a lot for me it to does. be drawn into one. Okay, okay. But then, like seeing, like whenever I had woken up, um, and started watching it again because of my friend Croc's rec- recommendation, like yeah. I was like. Oh, damn. But I haven't went back and watched it all because I couldn't stop. And it's hard for me to go back and watch things that I've already watched that aren't sitcoms. Did I say your last name was? Harmon. Harmon. Say two. (laughs) It's something so raunchy. It's not even raunchy, but... If if you find that on Google, then what are we even doing living in real life anymore? I don't know. Doesn't she kind of look this actress though doesn't she kind of look like an emma stone type yeah but like younger <laughs> but like more like if she was a painting Ornate. that actually might be the word yes yeah she's perfect yeah oh i love her mm-hmm. um do you want to know what other show i've been super into no moving on i'm just kidding yes of course <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> What other show? Um, Nick, I have gotten so obsessed with Avatar. The Last Airbender? Yeah. I have not watched it, but I've only heard great things about it. I'm obsessed with it. I gave... So... All right. This one I do plan on watching, so try to do it without spoilers. No, I won't spoil. I gave a couple of my friends so much shit. I was just like... They were... (laughs) Because... So we were doing our... um, It's a cartoon, right? It's a cartoon, yeah. Um, so, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Um, so we had been doing these, like, you know, you know, we're in quarantine, so we do these Zoom sessions with all of our friends and stuff. I love Zooms. Anyways, go on, sorry. So, um, a couple of the guys were like, did you see Avatars on Netflix? And I was like, huh, you're so cool. And I was like such a condescending bitch about it. I was like, and then Ellie and Molly. No, I won't do that. That's a, oh, that's rude. What's weird? No, I said rude. If I flick you off. <clears throat> um, so Ellie and Molly got obsessed with it. Oh, Nick, you can't take pictures of me. No photos. I just want a picture of you uh, having your legs up. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, my phone is being so dumb. Anyways, go on. Sorry, this is you still want to recording. Take a photo with mine. I know it's still. I mean, but you like chose that. Okay, I'll go. Anyway, so Avatar: The Last Airbender. There's four different houses, right? I'm sorry. What? Like houses? houses? Yeah. Or Books. like like there's airbenders, waterbenders, firebenders, oh, okay. and earthbenders, right? <clears throat> yeah, they're not houses. This is not Harry Potter. Okay, well everything's Harry Potter, or Harry Potter is everything. Nick, let me see that picture before you post it. I'm not posting anything. I can't figure out how to get night sight off of my phone. Can you just take it on my phone? <laughs> then I have control. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to do this? To press a button, yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> so, I'll send it to you. Um, so, yeah, no, they're not fucking houses. Oh, I look like creep underneath these um, photos. I'm, uh... Well, yeah, I wasn't even pointing, 
pointing my toes or anything. Ah, uh, wow. You have been out of dance for a minute. It's uh, it's understandable. <laughs> Anyways, so, <laughs> um, yes, there's air, fire, earth, and water. And so um, I was, like, making fun of these people. And I was just like, <laughs> like great. Good for you. <laughs> this show is coming on. Me, 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 me. Basically, it, it felt like Pokemon to me. Like, they're getting so geeked out about it. How like, dare you, first of all? I'm just saying. Like, that's what I was, like, equating it to. Like, I would have been excited for Pokemon to be, like, on Netflix. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, bam, bam. You, da- you talk like how I dance, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I do. And so, um... Then Ellie and Molly got super into it, and then like I like heard like one episode. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the most annoying episode ever. It's okay. No one listens to this. <laughs> so, um, I heard like one episode that was like hooked, <laughs> and I watched every single episode. And then I even, I've been getting the, oh my god, I just hit it again. I, oh, I'm just gonna, I need a fucking straight I jacket. hit it, then I hit it again, baby. Baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading the comics now. Oh, you're into comics? Yeah, now that I can learn more about Aang and, and, and Sokka and Katara and Zuko. Oh my god, you should, you, you sound like fucking Olivia Dionka right I know now. I do. I know. Do you know how many times I listened to her talk about fucking Naruto? And she would be like, thanks for listening to me talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm obsessed. And I have been reading the comics now. And then I watched, um, like, Legend of Korra and everything. So it's all... it's. Damn, you- so you're deep into that lore. I'm deep in it. And I won't ever stop. I love it. That's good. I mean, is this your first time ever being to something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it nice? Yeah. I'm okay, but you ever, when, like, when what, I get obsessed with shit, I get so obsessed. When's when's like, tell I don't I I've known you for a while. Yeah. Um, I know we've been a little distant recently, but um, yeah. uh, I don't know you to be like into any kind of fantastical show. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I, I think you probably fucked with Harry Potter a little bit, but. Oh, were you deep into Harry Potter? <laughs> deep into Harry Potter, yeah. I love Harry what Potter. What house are you? Gryffindor. What house do you think I would be? I would not think you Gryffindor because Slyth- that's the worst Slytherin? fucking house. What would you think Slytherin for me? What the fuck would you, What house do you think I'd be in? Probably Slytherin. Okay. But actually, now, I, now that I think about you, it's Gryffindor. And that's why I'm not friends with any Gryffindors. So. I'm 100% a Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindors are the worst. Get out of here. Once again, get out of here. I'm a Slytherin, dead to the bone. I'm so offended right now. You should be. Because, you know, snakes over weird Gryffin snakes characters that aren't, that aren't real. Um, you know, and I think you want, you want to know the thing that uh, connects every single friend that I have? What? Everybody's either first or second house is Hufflepuff because Not Hufflepuff. Mine, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, that's why I don't see you that much, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Gryffindor you're one of the, Slytherin. You're one of the rare ones. Like, I've never met a Gryffindor or Slytherin other than you. And that <laughs> is definitely you. Ways. I know. Ooh, do you? Do you know, though? 
<laughs> Excuse me again, and also don't give me that look. Um, <laughs> do you know though that, like, I've had to tell my friends, my like friends that are mad as adults. We were talking about this um, earlier, not on the podcast. Um, that I was kind of like a mean person. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> They don't, like, know that. Oh, they don't? No. Not to that <laughs> you're, extent. Not you're to definitely that extent. a Gryffindor because you're filled with shame of your past. That's definitely a Gryffindor thing. I don't feel thing. ashamed of it, but it does, No, no, like, it's not feel ashamed, a... but, like, feel shame for it. <laughs> That's a different thing. Like, you feel bad about the things you did in your past. Fear number three. How? <laughs> the president grabbed me. On to politics. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so, Kelsey. Yeah. How do you feel about the current political situation? Um, I mean, you want to elaborate? Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> of recently, uh-huh. um, Donald Trump has been defeated by Joe Biden in yeah. the political election. And Did you see that? The thing saying like, like just Emily, like just like trying, like just being like kind of professional, but like clearly it wasn't him writing it about like. No, actually, I don't. I don't know what this is. Mm. Do you see the Rudy Giuliani um uh, interview where he was melting? (laughs) (laughs) That was actually fucking terrifying. I mean, how many fucking signs from the Bible do you need? There was a fly on Mike Pence's head. Really, Rudy Giuliani yeah. was like literally melting in front of a camera speaking a bunch of nonsense. It's actually terrifying. Well, Donald Trump is just denying everything that happened in the election, even though he lost by probably 5 million votes at this point. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe more. Well, did you see that he was like, nope, Georgia recount again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Keep counting. <laughs> just keep going. No, Emily Murphy, the general services administrator, sent, like, a thing to Biden being, like, you know, like, you're the next president, basically. And Trump was just like, okay, I guess that's what that is. And, like, he hasn't, like, officially, you know, like, conceded. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's tweeted a bunch today, even, saying, like, we will never concede with all these phony votes. Yeah. Okay, so somebody clearly was just like, please, God. Yeah, take no, away like, his ability to tweet and like send something out and then he is incapable it. of uh admitting defeat like i don't think that's in his personality like even if he had lost in the 2016 election i don't think he would have admitted defeat and oh, um you know this is just have. a long time it's been a long time coming uh shout mitch dubs and casey um but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah crazy times huh it is i so, like, what do you remember when, you, like, you were a kid? Do you remember a lot about, like, the presidents and stuff? I remember um, in 2000, um, me and my uh, my friends that lived down the street from me, Nino and Vince. Uh, Vince has been, shout out to Vince, he's been on the podcast a bunch. Um, and his mother, we remember us rooting for Al Gore a lot and then, like, kind of watching all that go down. Yeah. Um, with their their recounts, which now learning about their recounts is fucked up because like people came and like protested there and then they stopped counting. 
um, and gave Bush the presidency, <laughs> like which was kind of crazy. Um, but uh, that was a lot closer than it was because it came down to one state for that election, yeah. not not um, uh, Trump's trying to overturn Michigan, like, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Arizona, Nevada, Georgia. Like yeah. I mean, like Trump's got to return uh, overturn like uh, I think most the majority of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember something like that, and then. I mean, the first time I voted was in 2016, so I'm sorry I didn't vote in 2008 for Obama when I could have voted. Wait, not 2000, 2000, 2012, sorry. Uh, I did not vote. I was going to say, we could not have voted in 2008, yeah. Nick. I'm a lot older than you think I am. Uh, you, you know, which I know these days is not your type, but... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Allegedly. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get for talking to you prior to this podcast. Great. Cool. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is, like, crazier. Like, I, I remember being crazy in 2016, but also no one thought Trump was going to win. And no one, re- like, truly nobody thought he was going to win. It yeah. was such a joke. And I voted for Hillary, but I wasn't excited about voting for Hillary. Yeah. And I remembered, like, not campaigning at all for Hillary or, like, I mean, by campaigning, I, I mean, like, I, like, I posted, kind of I posted things. I that, like, there was no way Trump was going to get it. So it, was, right. it didn't really seem, like, necessary. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like dire. Right. And what this time it is. It was like double no, all like of those. Legitimately life or death, basically. For yeah. For a, a lot of, for a lot of, a lot of people. Maybe not for us as privileged yeah. white fuckers. Yeah. But um, uh, for all of our other friends that are um, in other people less color, privileged yeah. versions of yeah, life, absolutely. then like this is this felt like the most important election. And of absolutely. course, we had to vote for fucking Joe Biden, who is not something I was excited to vote for. Um, yeah. You know, because I've always been a Bernie guy, and uh, you know, also I liked Elizabeth Warren a lot, and yeah. you know, pretty much anyone, any of the other people. Kind of on anyone the... <laughs> other than what we ended Maybe up. Maybe we like, shouldn't but... have elected the oldest president in the in the history of the United States to be president, but yeah. whatever. Joe Biden actually are. does genuinely seem like a really good guy. Like, yeah, did you see what his like cabinet looks like? Yeah, very diverse. Yeah, yeah, bad. which is which is nice. Like. Not bad. You know, I, and also people who like, you know, it's hard to shit on Joe Biden. Like it is. It was I mean, easier to shit on Hillary Clinton because like of you know her like being a, a political past, dynasty yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Like Joe Biden has been in politics for a long time, and like you know everyone we're gonna vote for for president if they rally against people like Bernie Sanders, who has also been in politics for like his entire life. Um, you know, it's 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 all gonna be full of shit because uh, you have to do that to. It, apparently, Anybody, in, apparently. In, in, in this, in it the, doesn't matter. Yeah. In in this political system we live in, like you kind of gotta do that shit. Yeah. But um, Joe Biden, like he seems like one of the most genuine people. Like he, he does seem really genuine, and also like who can be more controversial than Trump at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait for Tucker Carlson, twenty twenty four. <laughs> like shit like that's gonna happen yeah yeah <laughs> um i actually kelsey can i do something i've never done on this podcast before yeah can i just do a hold up because i don't really I'm, I'm, i don't really want to talk about this yeah that's fine so i want to so this podcast is coming out the day before thanksgiving yeah and i kind of want to talk about what we're thankful for okay um uh so 
Uh, well, well let, let's let's put this in the aspect of coronavirus. Let's talk about that for okay. a second. Um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Are you doing anything different than to you normally would? this moment, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I think what will end up happening is that, like, myself, my daughters, I think we'll end up going to, like, a grandparent's house. Um, I have kind of, like, some backstory going on with, like, my sister, my parents, and things mm-hmm. like that. So um, I don't think we can actually spend Thanksgiving with, like, my family, but um, with, like, my girls, like, paternal grandparents and stuff i think we'll end up just like spending time with them you close with them yeah nice yeah have you have you spent thanksgiving with them before never um thanksgiving has always well okay no 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 so i i i have (laughs) i don't know why i was so solid about that answer because that's wrong um no every thanksgiving actually i spent I don't know where I'm at. Um, <laughs> it no. might be a couple of box. Yeah, down. some box, some goat box. Um, I have Thanksgiving. Oh my God, do you think this is the greatest box of all time? Is that what the Probably, goat is for? Probably, I think that's what the goat is for. But oh. like, if that's the case, I think it's a little bit of a bummer. Are we in agreement? Even? Yes, of okay. course we are. Okay. I mean, I, not that I've had many box in my well, life. Well, I, I, the street I, I live on. I apparently had a box. <laughs> With my other beers that I like. Anyways. I've got a couple um, of Bach friends. Yeah. Um, side note, I just wish your street name was Brock. Because then it would remind me of like... My Pokemon straight Brock. name? Street name. Not my- like your personal street name, but like what you live on Bach. I wish it was actually Brock. And then it would re- like remind me of... Oh, uh, your street name is what you're saying. I thought you said straight name. I say my straight name is Nick, but you can call me Bach if you want. All those little boys out there. Not little boys. Um. <laughs> Anyways, I'm spending Thanksgiving. I'm not Kelsey Casey over here. <gasps> Nick! Oh my God. This is what I get for fucking opening up about one goddamn thing. <laughs> Wow. It's okay. I'm sure only Mitchell and um, uh, it might just How be Mitchell. Mitch? <laughs> Mitchell is twenty. Oh God, Mitchell. I'm so sorry if I get this wrong, but I believe you're 26. He's. <laughs> <laughs> His name is uh, also not a synonym for fire. <laughs> You guys, all listeners out there, you have no idea what we're talking about, but this is really funny because Kelsey is just squirming in her seat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, anyways. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Nick? I am going to um, my good friend Nino Vince's house. Okay. They used to live down the street from me on uh, the street I grew up with. Um, it's just gonna be um, me and uh, me and those two boys who are siblings and their mother, yeah. and who their mother raised me in a sense, like yeah. she was my babysitter, and um, I've never spent Thanksgiving like with uh, like no, my normal Thanksgiving is going to the Lions game, but this is the first year where that's not allowed. Not possible, yeah. Um, which is understandable. <laughs> and also, I probably need a break from it because I am a maniac at those games, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, 
it's nice that I'm going to be able to hang out with like um uh, people I consider my brothers when my brother two of my brothers live in Phoenix and my other brother is <laughs> warranted or very warranted to not uh hang out with me during this time because yeah he is um uh following the rules of quarantine and the new restrictions fair, put fair. on uh Michigan yeah. Though technically this right here, us, me, and you doing this podcast is not illegal because we are from two different households. Yes. And we're less than 10 people. Yeah. I know I carry a big weight. So you can think like maybe, oh man, this guy feels like six or seven people. Shout out to my ladies. Um, but, um, you know. <laughs> he didn't mean to say that. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Someone help me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but what are you thankful for? I, this, everything I'm about to say is going to be so cliche, and I need to, um, I guess, give a little bit of a backstory because um, I don't want to get like depressing or anything, but I started off this year, February 1st, actually, um, with a really horrible family experience where my sister um got very sick and starting february 1st first and then going on six weeks she was on the brink of death and so i um i said goodbye to my sister no less than five times um I had to play a role in my family where I had to update my sisters, my other two sisters. I have one in New York and one in L.A. um, about the status of the life of my oldest sister. And that really was Mm life-changing. That was pretty horrible. Um, Especially you being the one to have to, like, navigate that. Yeah, and to not only navigate that about my siblings but with my parents there were there were multiple times where I was calling my aunts and uncles telling them like this was this was kind of it and that is a role that I don't wish on anybody and it is really intense and very it's just it it's crazy so um well I mean I, I would say like um uh you being the youngest of of uh, your siblings, yeah, um, that's got to be even more immense pressure. Especially if like I'm not, I don't, I, I don't know the dynamic of it, but if yeah. you were the one that was put in charge of like that kind of aspect of it, then like that probably now that you're not grown up or anything, because you know you are a mother, <laughs> but like that probably puts puts like a a lot of pressure on you to like be the oldest when you are the youngest yeah yeah be the caretaker in a way absolutely and so yeah kind of all of that absolutely um and to be in a position where i kind of had to take care of my parents Mm -hmm. um because because of you taking care of them like 
physically or like mentally? All of it. Kind of all of it. It would be like, okay, like I'm going to bring dinner to my parents because Mm. like I know that my mom hasn't eaten in days and like probably wouldn't unless somebody's like putting food in front of her face type thing. Um, And like being a parent, I cannot imagine being like, my child is dying right now. Mm. That's, that's, I don't want to imagine that. That's so so intense, so terrible. Um, and, like, your first thought is never to think of yourself. Mm. So, like, the role I feel I took on was, like, you know, kind of taking care of the people who weren't going to take care of themselves because my sister came first. Yeah. Um, so that all being said, with all of that happening and, like, there's been this year has been a year of reflection for me um i am so thankful for family which is so cliche it's so cliche to say at thanksgiving it's so cliche to say like kind of in general um but i was able to witness this level of like unconditional love from my cousins from my aunts my uncles my grandpa um, my friends, my bosses, my coworkers, like these people who, it, it was just unconditional love in this unfathomable like scenario that I was living in. And I will never be more thankful for the people in my life than I am this year because like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you... I would, and, like, I would actually be interested to talking to your brothers about this. Um, being in a position where you're, you have a sibling who is, like... In, like, experiencing trauma. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the future is unknown. Exactly. Um, that's quite scary. And not something, like, uh, unknown for me is, like... Mm-hmm. Please never. I never want to be in a state of unknown. I hate that. Um, I don't hate it. I just like it. It's it's a scary thing. Um, and so to have to navigate that, it was it was just like a really good year to understand and and really um, understand. I just said that, but yeah. that like what unconditional love and support looks like. Mm-hmm. And I will forever be thankful for that because that has changed my outlook on kind of everything Mm -hmm. and just moving forward. And um, just that like kind of no matter what I go through, which, you know, I've kind of gone through some shit in my life and I'm not the greatest at navigating that and dealing with that. Um, but understand that no matter what's happening, I I have support, mm. um, and I need to accept that because you you can't go through life without support. Right. Yeah. I mean that you, that's how I, that's how I get through life is yeah I have yeah a wild amount of support yeah that is undeserving. Un- <laughs> all of it's undeserving, but like it's built in. Yeah. And that's a cool thing. So. That has been very, very important to me and meaningful this year to really and truly understand that, like, I have people backing me no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that's not just family. That's, like, coworkers. That's fam- bosses. That's friends. Mm-hmm. That's whoever. 
Um, it's essentially family and friends. Maybe you don't can like you, yeah. Maybe you don't consider your coworkers friends, but like if they're there for you like that, then those motherfuckers are your friends. Exactly. Yeah. Like I would have been there for you for that, but I, I didn't know what was going on. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, duh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I would have made fun of you for the whole time, but <laughs> yeah, obviously, because yeah. you need some, you need some levity you need in your some, life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, as cliche as it is, I am very thankful for family, for friends, for unconditional love and support, and um, and for my learning of how important that is. Well, it's very beautiful, Kelsey. Because it is, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so to try to relate this back to what you're talking about in in a in a very uh, Nick Wagello way, where I'm gonna try to take um, uh, some of the starlight. <laughs> uh, when I was going through my most traumatic experience in my life, yeah, I always will remember you folding up my fucking wheelchair and putting it into the back of your car and taking me to do things with you. Yeah, and um, uh, I'm really thankful for you being somebody that's in my life and has been in my life, regardless of how unclosed because you know you decided to like get pregnant and whatnot like yeah. on purpose yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> but like purpose. but like when i was in my like toughest struggles like you were always there you know you you even brought sean back to my house and when he was drunk as fuck and actually both of you guys were drunk as fuck <laughs> and i think that was one of the nights sean tried to pee on me or my mom not me my mom <laughs> <laughs> I had to pee. <laughs> I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm just going to the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, Sorry. I had, I like, um, uh, you know, like I was, I, I, I don't want to say that I was in a similar situation to your sister at all because I was all self-imposed, but I, regardless, was in a traumatic experience and I still had a bunch of people coming there for me. So I'm very thankful for everyone that came um uh, and helped me in like was always supportive of me and everyone still is supportive of me yeah. through everything um yeah it's really nice to like this, this is what kind of what love is is like yeah unconditional yeah it's like it's un- like nick do you know that like <laughs> there wasn't a scenario in which i wasn't like oh yeah we're going to go to the movies and Oh, Nick's in a wheelchair, so he can't come. Like, fuck that bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, there, that was no scenario that was gonna be a reality. Yeah, no, no. I really love you for that because you're one of the only people that would do that for me. Like, it's basically you and Eric and Mike Carls. Like, which is a weird group to put. You, I would love to put the three of you guys in a room and see what happens. Oh my god, <laughs> you would be extremely bored. <laughs> <laughs> Because those motherfuckers have matching matching nipple tattoos. Oh, my God. Well, not nipple. They're just breast. You know, they were really working out at the time. They're so cool. (laughs) It says, live forever, die strong or something. Oh, yikes. It's like a knife sticking through a rose. (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) But, but yeah, like, uh, it's really... It's really nice to, um, uh, on this Thanksgiving, especially in 2020. Yeah. Where... The world is crumbling, and even your relationships are probably crumbling because if you can't um, uh, water them, it's hard to keep them growing. Um, but I personally... He's talking about his dead plants that he has <laughs> in the windowsill. <laughs> Sorry to make them a metaphor, but... <laughs> but they did. <laughs> but, yeah, um, uh, 
I'm uh, happy your sister's okay now. I uh, didn't know that that was happening. Thank I uh, am a slightly sad that you couldn't be you, about it, you couldn't lean on me for that. And I I, I want to rekindle that aspect of a relationship where you yeah. can feel like I am something you someone you can someone or something. I don't know. It, it, you're you know, kind of a gender someone. stereotypes. What are they? Um, <laughs> um, but you can lean on me. I'm always gonna be here for you. I know you um, uh, and um, uh, yeah, like I'm gonna need um, a post to, uh, uh, <laughs> to to attach my pain to at some point too. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. you know, um, not not that I'm already not supported by a lot, but you know, it's never it's never not good to have uh, that little extra layer in there yeah. keeping you upright. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, all right so let's let's <laughs> other than keeping it dramatic <laughs> let's think of some superficial things that you're uh i'm uh thankful for okay some superficial things that i am thankful for my dog archer <laughs> <laughs> you're going with the living being okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking laugh at me you dick <laughs> I fucking love that dog. Don't come on my podcast. You don't want me to make fun of you. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. The dog and I'm babysitting ferrets right now. Really? Yeah, Mari. Do you remember Mari? Yeah. She's shout out a- to Mari. Mari, when are you coming on this podcast, bitch? Shout out to Mari. She's down in Georgia doing the Lord's work for John Ossoff. <laughs> Never mind, Mari. I'm a good It's not I, the I'm Lord's really, work. <laughs> really glad I met you, but I, I don't think we no. would get along well in this podcast. No, she is working for John Ossoff. That's not like bad. Oh, um, well, you say the Lord's work. Is I know. She, I was is that being, like something? I, no, I was being. I, was, I, was uh, being, I don't know who John Ossoff is. Oh. Okay. But what do, who is he? He's a politician. Um, there's a runoff in Georgia. Oh, oh, never mind. I'm sorry, Mari. Come back on the podcast. I, I'm considering moving down to Georgia for, um, that in uh, particular, over, uh, over Christmas because I have family down there and oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So right outside of Atlanta. Do you know that John Ossoff, his, one of his, um, slogans, is it slogan? It's Logan. It's not Logan. That'd be weird. It's not Logan. <laughs> it's one a, of his Logans. One slogan. of his little boys. Um, <laughs> is what you're awesome. Oh, God. It's yeah. so good. They oh, should probably uh, uh, hire uh, me to oh, like tell them to uh, not do that. Uh, it's so funny. Oh, I love it. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> she is down there um, for like the next couple months for this like runoff and she has ferrets and so I've been watching these ferrets Lucy and Sharona how how is Mari and Chelsea Chelsea's married oh well good luck okay her partner's perfect okay then, don't say okay I'm just being a joker okay <laughs> <laughs> um I love Chelsea she's perfect Always, both those twins. Are you saying Mari isn't? <laughs> is that what I'm getting from this? Amari, uh, I'm gonna be tagging you in this when I post it. Um, hi. She doesn't go on social media like ever. Chelsea does more than Mari does, so tag Chelsea for sure. Chelsea, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be direct messaging this to Mari on. I if she still has the same phone number, I will be texting her. Seven three four six three four six three two nine. Everyone dox her. Everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, anyways, 
Yeah, oh, whatever. What was I saying? Why was I even talking about that? Why are you thankful for Mari and uh, Chelsea? No. Oh, why Ma- am I? I why are you thankful for the Mannings? Okay. And we're not talking to about Peyton fair, and Eli. I was talking about this because of the ferrets. And okay. That's a, what I was talking about. I'm thankful for them, though, because I, I have been friends with them legitimately since I was probably six. They were five. Um, we Always with the younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, our first competition dance was together. Mm-hmm. But do you know that Mari was a little psychopath? And so she was super cold and had like her skin kind of got like a little weird, like purpley. Like she was super cold or something. And she was like, I can't dance because my skin is weird. Love she it. was so <laughs> weird. So Mari didn't, what are you talking about? Mari didn't dance for a while. So Chelsea and I Mari didn't together. dance. Dance. <laughs> um, uh, you, those were like the only, um, uh, well, not the only friends that I'd met, like, um, like of your friends that weren't like high school friends. Like, yeah, we were meeting Mari and Chelsea, and then I think Noah was the other one. Noah, yeah. And there was probably Ryan. I hope not Ryan. That was. I my... definitely met Ryan. You met Ryan. Yeah. You met Ryan. Mm-hmm. Back when you were into people that weren't uh, much oh, older. Oh, yeah. He came to Crux one time, actually, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to... And then I broke up with him. <laughs> I went to, I think, his house once. Really? Oh, I heard that just in your throat just now. That was from you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> that was from you. <laughs> Don't make me sound weird. <laughs> Um, I think you did actually go now that I'm thinking about it. But then I broke up with him. And then right. I dated Sean Davidson. Yeah. And now he's gay. And now he's gay. <laughs> think what you want, everybody. Was it her? Or was it everything that he has been his entire life and that no one ever guessed except for everybody except for me and Kelsey? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sean. You know, I love you, Sean. I would still... Sean, you're perfect. <laughs> when I was in Denver recently, um, <laughs> like uh, we, were, I was there with Sean and his boyfriend and a bunch of other people, and then like I was kissing Brad on the lips. <laughs> and Naturally, as one does. Yeah, as one does. <laughs> and, Who can't kiss Brad and, on and, the and, lips? And Sean's looking at us, and I'm just like looking at Sean, like, kissing him more, and Sean's like, stop, 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 stop. And then a couple days later, he's like, yeah, I was getting so mad because, like, you're my best friend and I should be kissing you on the lips. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't because you were jealous of Brad. It's because you're jealous. Oh, my God. Naturally. I fucking love it. It was so funny. Yeah. And apparently this is something I'm cool with putting on uh, the internet. (laughs) Everybody listen. It's okay. It's not the first time I've told this story. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Um, uh, so the Mannings are doing good, it sounds like. Yeah. Mari sounds like a political warrior. We should... Um, uh, she is. We should, like... Um, should, would she, do you think she'd ever run for office? No. Why? Do you want me to call her right now and ask her why? Ooh, yeah. Just warn her that she's going to be on a podcast. <laughs> Not that I really give a shit if she says no. <laughs> I don't give a shit if she says no either. Let's see if she answers, though. Is, is the same time this the time? In Georgia? Yes. Um, uh, but 
my brother Dylan, I'm certain, is going to run for office one time, and I'm probably going to eventually. Like, not for something for something minor, like mayor of Garden City. Oh, yeah. I'll vote for you. Well, yeah, if you live in Garden City, but you live in Livonia, it's a little bit of a bigger town than Garden City. But, like, you know, I've been saying, like, <laughs> people that, like, are, are upset with politics, like I am, like, with everything going on. Ooh, she can got the scream? voicemail. Can you scream? Uh, yes. That's my go-to for, uh... I'm not kidding, you have to <laughs> scream. Uh, wait, wait. Do you want wait. me to just... No, you can do whatever you want. You have to scream. Mari, this is Nick Magella. Kelsey told me to scream. Um, I'm sorry. I, I can't do that anymore. Um, hi, how are you? Miss you. Um, hope you're doing well. Since you're doing noble work down in Georgia, I'll be there for Christmas time because I'm going to come and help and work on all of those runoff elections. Bye. Bye. Can we prank phone call on this podcast? <laughs> we we um not 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 that it will sound good, but we could. But we could also prank phone call after this. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> do you know that I love prank phone calling people? Oh yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for April Fool's Day? Nothing. Why? Are you serious? Yeah. You don't do anything for April Fool's Day? No. Do you do you ever prank your children? No. Okay. What the fuck, Kelsey? I've I have some Am I a bad parent? Uh well, you're just not a a I'm parent that parent, I thought you were going to be. Um can I prank your children every year? Yes. Please do. They deserve that. Um uh, I can't believe you're not down with pranks. I'm not not down with pranks. I, I can't, apparently can't you're just bad at coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Let's think of, like, what are your children like? Hmm. What are they into? Like, what are their interests? Hockey. Soccer. Avatar. Um, baking shows. Um, bean. I don't know. Beans? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I was going to say being something. Beans? Like, being. B-I-B-E-I-N-G. Beings? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is anybody listening to this at this point? I mean, no, we haven't released it yet. <laughs> it's gonna, it'll be up tomorrow. <laughs> um, uh, no, but we should we should definitely prank your children. Nick, can we get a picture together? Yes, we will. Um, this podcast oh, only will. has about looks like ten minutes left, so we have to talk. Let's you know. Let's talk about. Let's talk about some pranks. Stella. Oh, there is a dog here. And Stella, Stella. He is randomly obsessed with Kelsey, and it's very annoying. She loves. Me. She hates me. She loves me. She sat on the counter with me for. It's because you smell like dog food. <laughs> 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 also, I'm going to say I don't because Archer actually hasn't been to my house in a little bit. But, but you can't verify it over an audio medium. Over an audio medium. <laughs> You're using the fucking I know, I just spit did guard like as a, a microphone. With you. <laughs> <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. 
<laughs> um, uh, so let's prank your children. Let's let's get let's get down with that. Oh, actually, are you thankful for your children? <laughs> Duh. Okay, yes, well, I am. I am. Well, why don't you go ahead and say why you're thankful for each of them, and then like in ten years we can show them this episode, episode number one hundred fifty-eight of the Split Six Podcast. Eight minutes to say why I'm thankful for my children. Yeah, I'm sure you're not gonna. I'm sure you're not going to. I'm um, thankful uh, because Ellie is a perfect angel. I wrote a song about her once. Did you? Um, she's perfect. She's so it's ridiculous. She is an angel. Molly, I am thankful for because she is me, which is terrifying. Um, but she is so fucking funny and she just like tests me and is I'm just like, Oh, I'm looking at myself. Got yeah, well it. mom cool. Oh, it looks like you are. Coronavirus positive. Because she's testing you. Yeah. Right, sorry, that terrible, 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 terrible joke. That actually wasn't that funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, like, I love them for that. They're they're just, like, ridiculous. Ellie is legitimately, like, an, a perfect angel. And Molly, she's just like, what up, bitch? You want me to test you? Here we go. And does whatever the fuck she wants. And I'm just like, got it. Oh, um, uh, sounds like uh, your mother ran out of good things to say about you guys. Um, and we gave her eight minutes, and it looks like she took. Um, uh, okay, I wasn't about, trying to about, fill up the um, rest of seconds. the time. <laughs> I wasn't trying to fill up the rest of the time talking about my kids. That's what, embarrassing. What are their least? What are your their least favorite qualities that you have about them? Molly is a goddamn liar. Ooh. So Molly. <laughs> Molly, you, we're gonna show you this on your wedding day. Molly, you lie all Not the time. Not that you ever get married, and I know. And she gets so pissed when I call her out. Ellie's least something qualifying personality. <laughs> something. <laughs> um, I don't know. Both of them, they can. Okay, okay. This is so mean. I was talking about this earlier. So Ellie, the other day, she was like. I don't know, Molly said something, and, like, we laughed. And then, like, Molly said it again. Ellie was like, Molly, don't say that again. It's not funny when you say it twice. And I looked at Ellie, and I was like, ah, fuck. This is because, like, (laughs) I've constantly told her, like, you're funny one time, and you can – because, like, kids are constantly like, oh, you're laughing? I'm going to say that thing – 30 times now and expect you to laugh and I always tell her I'm like it's not funny when you say it 30 times and you can say it one time and I'm gonna laugh I will not laugh the second time though (laughs) and so then Allie was just like Molly quit it you cannot say that again that's not funny and I was like so serious I was raised by a British family (laughs) we have respect we have respect and we're not bitches (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. All right, Kelsey. Um, Nick? We are coming close to the end of this, so, um, you know, well, not to not uh, make this all about myself. But it is your podcast. It is my podcast. So I do require you to tell me what you are thankful about me for. I'm thankful that, what, 12 years? No, like 14 years after we've met each other. That, so what what would that have been um, 2000 we we had to have met each other it was sophomore year 
2006. Okay, so I was like 15-ish. 14. No, 15-ish, 15 yeah. 15-ish, yeah. Um, I'm thankful that after all that, after like, like kind of not knowing each other, mm-hmm. we knew each other because of like acquaintance acquaintances and everything. We did raise a hamster for about um, three hours together. We raised a hamster together, yeah. <laughs> um, that, like, here we are in 2020, and I, all day, was, like, talking to my friends, like, how excited I was to be here and to be with you, and that, like, I just love you. You're perfect. Oh, uh, I know. Thank you. <laughs> and I take that back because you can't be conceited. Um, you're okay, and I'm happy to be here. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy-ish to be here. <laughs> That's, honestly, anything's fine. <laughs> um, it's really hard to get me down. <laughs> I see that. As a person with an excess of serotonin uh, coursing through these veins yeah. all the time. No, I, I'm just... I appreciate you for a lot of things and that like I'm actually name one name one (laughs) I didn't mean to put you on the spot but I did mean to put you on the spot that you don't hate me oh well that's a good thing I I don't hate you (laughs) you don't hate me after like you know you've never really done anything hateful towards me no I haven't done anything hateful towards you but i'm just like thankful that you don't like hate me because we we've clearly gone through like a dry spell yeah so i like an old married couple (laughs) yeah so i appreciate that i've heard some fun stories about mitchell um uh i it's something i didn't like i don't think i ever talked to you about you taking mitchell out like to taco bell and stuff (laughs) (laughs) in high school (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, you, know, you know how I, much I love my brothers, so like I love all that about you, yeah. too. And like oh everything God. else that we've been through that I've ex- expressed earlier in the podcast. But anyways, Kelsey, That's you've complete, it. That's it. You've completed a podcast. I completed a podcast. Um, uh, is there anything you? Is, is there any place we can find you and follow you? And is there anything you want to promote? No. <laughs> you don't want to like shout out your Instagram or anything? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, Mitch Dubs music. <laughs> find Mitch Dubs music at anywhere you can find music. Just look for Mitch Dubs. Yeah, but uh, this is not about Mitch Dubs. Do not follow Dylan Don't at follow Dylan Magella <laughs> on Twitter. Do not follow him. Instead, follow Well That Sucks podcast on Facebook because there's a bet going on right now where if I get 500 likes on Well That Sucks Facebook thing before Dylan gets 500 things on whatever. Okay, I'm doing bad at this. Let me just go through. <laughs> Let me just go through my normal things. You can find me at Nick Wigella on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Nick Wigella. You can find my other podcast, Well That Sucked. Wherever you can find podcasts, just search for Well That Sucked. Find my other other podcast, 10 Dab Challenge, on YouTube. Remember, it's more important for... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, Dylan, Dylan really has fucked me up. <laughs> it's more important for you to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. <laughs> Thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week, maybe. We'll see if I do an episode. I love all of you more than anything. Thank you for splitting six with us. <laughs>